Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys break down Game of the Year contenders and what new releases yet to come may still take the title. So, what's gaming in 2023? I like Princess Leia when she's not flying in space. Man, there's not many Disney women I like. Let's get out of this uh, uh, subject. <laughs> We're about to change our name to the Deck Boys because <laughs> we got some big deck energy going on over at Showboy. I guess you have like extra heat resistance as a firefighter. Is that yeah, a, I that's a good trait <laughs> to have. They are like the things that will crawl into your skin and plant eggs and you just die. <laughs> Always such a great note to start the episode with. Um, welcome everybody to the Showboys podcast. We are your hosts, Pixel Nick, Chadwick III, and our aggressively mediocre producer, Dad. Dad, how are you doing tonight? I am doing great. Knuckles feeling good? Oh, yeah. Good. Good, good. Chadwick, how are you? I'm good. I'm great. I'm happy. I'm here. (laughs) I'm excited to hear about your story in a little bit um, after we get through some. I always love it when Chad comes with a story (laughs) in the holster. (laughs) He's just ready to draw. Um, But before we get going, um, shout out to our top tier patrons, uh, Yusuf H., Joe C and Bim Bimboy Bimbo Bimbo Slice. I call them many things, but y'all great. And uh, also the rest of our patrons, you guys are awesome as well. Um, we are trying to give away this uh, OLED Nintendo Switch when we reach 1,000 um, subscribers. So uh, smash that subscribe button um, and uh, lobby, lobby all your friends, all your relatives, and everyone else to. Go subscribe, and you might be the lucky winner of an OLED switch. Um, yeah. Michael's not here tonight. He's uh busy being like a big boy, selling houses, going on vacations, and all of the above. So we'll oh, miss wait, him. Is he but... going on a vacation? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I explained it to my wife, and it, it sounds really horrible when you like say it all out loud, like everything <laughs> he's doing. Because it's like bam, 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 bam. Yeah, bam, bam. They, right. Yeah, it's it's a lot in like a month. Yeah, yeah, because sure. he's like, yeah, moving to a vacation. I, I, is that yeah. he's actually going on a vacation, or you're just saying that because no, they're going to Outer Banks, coming oh. back, closing on the house, moving to a temporary spot, and then moving by October first to Florida. Man, I, you know, I wish I had that kind of money. I, I obviously joined the <laughs> wrong field. I guess I should sort Same. out people's dead artifacts or whatever the hell he does yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like i like these uh episodes where mike's not here so i can just talk crap about him the whole time but like yeah. he always mopes around like he like he's poor but i don't think he's as poor as he lets on he's he's a baller dude you know? he's not i feel like he can assure he's, you he's not he's modest he's a modest wealthy person Man. the first time i rolled up to his house i was like okay Okay, like, this guy's not as poor as he say he's he's pretending to be. <laughs> hey, it's it's why he's always hanging out um on those discount game sites. You know, you gotta you gotta pinch where you can so you can 
ball out somewhere else. Yeah. So you can pay for that mansion. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) so uh, you want me to tell my story now? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's lay a little bit of groundwork here. So Brady's in tackle football right now. Okay. They have practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. So I'm at his practice. Thursday nights are scrimmage nights. So halfway through the practice, they scrimmage the other team. I work tomorrow, 24 straight hours. I need to pick up a prescription that is going to run out tonight because I won't be able to pick it up tomorrow. So it's done at like 645, which is smack dab right in the middle of his practice. Okay, so there's the groundwork. So I drive separately to the practice and I <laughs> I leave and go and get my prescription. And then I drop it off at home before I go back. So I pull into my driveway. Okay, don't pull in the garage, open the garage, pull in my driveway, open the door and get out. And it's I live in a pretty quiet neighborhood. There's really never any screaming going on. But as I get out of the car, I hear somebody behind me screaming danger, like danger, danger, danger. And I turn around and there is a full grown jacked pit bull running full speed, like death stare at me. Full, you know, slobber flying all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got pecs like their pecs are bigger than me. He's got freaking by like it's really bizarre looking. But it's like in slow motion because I'm like, that's a fucking pit bull running dead at me. And she's yelling danger. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) So I like scurry, I like get out of it. The slow-mo goes away. And then I realize like I'm I'm about to be in a fight for my life if I don't move. So I bolt into the garage. I might might just scream. I might have let out some sort of audible noise as I was scurrying into Ah. the garage. (laughs) And then I smack my garage door thing. But I have like a side of my house that goes up and then there's a wall there. So the dog runs up that. So now he's up on my wall, basically. So he can't. He's like, look, he's like (laughs) trying to figure out how he can get down to me as my garage door is going down. (laughs) But yeah, that was my story. It's the most traumatizing experience I've ever had with an animal, I think. That's wild. And I don't care. Here, it's wild. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's wild that danger, danger is was like the word. The, the term, not like look out, Mister. So or like something think, a little bit more indicative that like you're. Well, in here the the best part of the story is that I, I think the dog's name is Major, so that's what she was screaming. But I heard danger probably because there was a jacked pit bull running full speed at me. Um, but hmm. that's what I heard was danger, danger. Wow. Gotcha. That worked out, luckily. And this this dog, it, like, I didn't recognize it at the time. It's it's the neighbor directly across the street from me. Um, this this dog gets loose all the time. And if there's one dog you don't want loose in the neighborhood, in my humble one. opinion, it's a freaking pit bull. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you don't want that to happen. So, like, we've been outside, like, out back playing, and it's, like, came around the side of the house. And no matter what, like, I get that maybe some pit bulls are, like, super adorable and nice, but they just look so freaking menacing, bro. They, they like, do. They do. They, they just look like gangsters. It's, yeah. it's it's very off-putting. So I don't care how cute you think your pit bull is. If he's got bigger biceps than I have, there's a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he should not be that well-defined as a dog. Yeah, they Absolutely. have funny builds. They have, they have an interesting anatomy, however yeah, they became. they do. 
that way. And their their necks are like just everything about them is just ripped. Mean no neck. It's just like yeah, head. Just, and their their mouth is like super large. Yeah, it's and so it like crazy. it and it was like flat, and there was like spit coming off, and it's like it's just, it just, was just, just. So does he not like you, or like he was just in a mood? Like no, I think he's just he's he. You're wearing red. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he just oh, gets no, out, oh, and then no. he just runs at after the first. Like he's never at. At least to my knowledge, never attacked anybody. He just mm-hmm. wanted to play, man. But I feel like maybe, with, but with don't come up at me like that, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll play with you, but don't come at me like that. Like, that's like, if I had my katana, you're getting your head cut off. Like, don't oh, come dear. at me like that as a pit bull. I'm sorry, <laughs> right? you know? You just start carrying your katana with you. Yeah, yes. that's what I said. I'm like, I'm going to have to put my katana in the garage for extra security. <laughs> Normally, I don't, you know, I don't hurt animals, but pit bulls, dude, like, I'm sorry. It's just that's where my swords are. I don't at. jive with them. <laughs> I keep that's my swords in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> that's smart. Mine's uh, right behind me. Yeah. With, with, a piece knot, with a piece knot tied on it so you can't open it. Because mm. I have children. Well, I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> glad you survived Looking i'm glad at, your garage i'm glad that wall was there to like because otherwise yeah. i was like dude your garage door is not going to close fast enough. and you could tell that he was visibly <laughs> like shaken that he ran up the yard and like confused like he's yeah. like i want to i want to grab that thing's neck right there but i can't figure out how to get to him how did I'm i get up here yeah i'm glad because it's been, just like, a little hill but it, it, yeah. it gradually goes up but so by the time he's up he's probably too high for him to jump down into my driveway maybe not a pit bull but yeah I, yeah i'm glad like i've it's, been it's to my your, dog your i have a pomeranian yard. what'd you yeah. say i'm glad i've been to your house because i can picture yeah yeah you can picture that wall yeah you have two dad yeah. that wall i can on picture the, it on yeah. side there yeah. yeah that's terrifying though yeah yeah it was traumatizing yeah wow worst worst day of my life probably <laughs> at least so far this week <laughs> so far this week <laughs> Oh boy. There's just a, it's a, it, there's a weird feeling when you like know you're about to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's the feeling. That, I got. Right? Like that, if that thing gets me, like I have nothing to protect myself. Like I was just trying to drop off a medication, man, and get back to practice. And <laughs> this thing was out for blood. <laughs> Jeez. Out for blood. They look like they are. Just naturally, they do. They yeah. They just I mean, naturally I've, look like I've it. had a I've had a few pit bulls. They've been pretty great. Yeah, but I'm they sure just have I'm this. Sure they're... Yeah, they just have this build. thing about yeah. them. <clears throat> yeah, it's it, it's the build. That's what it is. And I and it probably is a hundred percent how it's raised, right? So if it's raised as like a drug dog, and they take the freaking voice box out, like of course that one's gonna be mean. But it's mm-hmm. just like any any dog can you know, fuck some shit up if they want to, the bigger dogs. Oh, yeah. But the, some of them don't look as menacing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, like, were, I remember when I was a kid, we, you know, after school, we'd go out in the woods and do random stupid stuff as kids. <clears throat> and we would like, not like sneak around, but like we would be in the, in the woods and go down the creek. And it's actually by your place, like off a, of, um, Schneider, I think it. Yeah, yeah. There's well, I would right, go to right like a, a babysitter. Yeah, and there was one house that had a big fence, fence in the backyard, and there was a um, I think it was a Doberman Pinscher. It chased us. Yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, that's the same. That yeah. stuck with me 
dude. Like, yeah. Those are terrifying. Like, Absolutely. Whew. Same concept. Yeah, same concept. Yeah. I think it's the neighborhood, maybe. <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, Do- Dobermans are intimidating because they run so freaking fast. Oh, too. they're so Like, not, not that this one wasn't running fast. Just in my mind, he was slow because I think my life was, like, starting to flash in front of my eyes as this jacked up. Why is this jump on top of your vehicle? I, to be honest it. with you, dude, I think this this dude was so jacked up that he would have jumped right onto the onto the car. I mean, he was over he was out for a mission. Yeah, but he is like like I said, he has done this before, but he's never run directly at it. Like he's came across across the side of our house yeah. and, and and been in our backyard and just. Maybe, is excited to see you. Maybe he was trying maybe. to escape. Maybe he needed help. Maybe he did need help, but it's not. That's again. I don't. That's not the way to do it. Not the way to fucking do it, (laughs) bro. Like in your mouth and saliva. Come and look sad, and maybe I'll help you. Come and look sad, like other dogs, (laughs) right? Puppy, puppy eyes, puppy eyes, not puppy eyes, not not on that dog. Well, glad you're safe, Chad. Um, Yes, you made it. You didn't have to commit uh, dog slaughter in the process. Thankfully, Um, yeah, that would have been sad. You were at Peta all over you. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> the game warden. No, that's something different. <laughs> but someone, Peta for sure. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, Peta maybe. Peta. I don't know. Yeah. Would they? Like, if I was getting attacked by a dog, I think I feel like I have the right to slice its head off. If I'm being it, honest. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. looked that up. I I do know, like, no matter what, like, you're always at fault if your dog bites someone. Like, no matter right. where, no, even if they're like on a leash in your guard, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. Like, I know it works that way, but I have always wondered, like, like human self-defense against a dog. Or, like, even if a dog was attacking my dog, like, wh- what what am I within my rights to do to that dog to protect right. my dog? Um, yeah. yeah. And I need to know that because I like – so I have a Pomeranian. And that might also go into why I just don't like <laughs> big dogs because I have a 10-pound dog. And he's mm-hmm. just, like, so easily manhandled if he gets out of line. Um, <laughs> Lay down. But – he so we walk i walk him around the neighborhood and there's a there might be it actually might be a doberman that is always in this backyard of the house that we pass and it's like a fence that is entirely too small to contain a doberman and uh he hasn't jumped out ever but he's always like standing like the like this tall standing on it and ghost is he's he's kind of a dick. Like he thinks he's bigger than, than he actually is. So he's always starting shit that I eventually have to end. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so every time we walk past them, they get in like a barking match and I have to like pick him up. I'm like, dude, if, if that thing comes after you, I'm not going to do it. You're dead. <laughs> like I can't protect you from that thing. <laughs> but I think it like in his head, he thinks he's a wolf. Like if he looks in the mirror, he probably looks like a jacked, like he's like yeah, wild man. wolf. It's like, yeah, I'm huge. <laughs> I'm a little bigger than that cat over there. Yeah. Um, I mean, my uh, at our last house, my dog, you know, he's a 57 pound dog his whole life. And like, he, like, clearly he can't, he could jump the fence that, cause it was just like a two and a half, three foot fence or whatever. But he would just like paw up on it, right? When people yeah. like walked by just cause he wanted pets. But like, meanwhile, um, we had, we had a headboard that we made out of a door. So it was like a, it was like a big door though, like a three foot wide door. So it was huge. He's straight. I've seen him like from a standstill, just hop over this door onto the bed when we were hanging the door. So I'm like, dude, you can clearly just from a standstill hop right. over three foot objects, clearly, yeah. easily um, yeah, and onto fence. something. But the fence never once would have thought to like 
second the gate would be open, he would run out. But never once thought like I should just jump over the fence if I really wanted out. I don't know. Not yeah. much, not much logic going up in that brain of theirs. <laughs> something, something easily fooled. Well, yeah, yeah. And about the whole like, you know, people are always like when two dogs are fighting, like you know, stay back, don't get in the middle, you don't want to get bit. I've always been thinking. I always thought like something's attacking my dog. I am for sure going to step in the middle of that because at least legally I get injured and then right, right. a little bit more enabled there instead of my dog is getting mauled to death. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather get mauled too with the dog and then got a better case here. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You're getting paid, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Was it, the- was it you that shared the um, Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about the bear flipping the cone up? Yeah. That's trippy, ain't it? I'm glad you brought that up because I saw that today. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's such a simple thing. So, um, yeah, premise here is uh, he was talking. He, I think he was on Joe Rogan or something. Yeah, but he was saying there's this video on the internet of this dog or this bear. It's just like a full grown like grizzly bear, it's just walking along this road, and there's a traffic cone like tipped over, like a construction cone just tipped over, and do- the bear is just walking by, stops, like grabs it with its mouth and like paw and like stands the cone up. And then just keeps walking, yeah. never looks at it. And again. then keeps walking. That's the that's the part that's trippy is that he doesn't play with it. Yeah. Like he literally flips it up he, and then just it, keeps walking. Like it was it just a normal knew day. It was supposed it, to be right. Like well, did it did it know that it should be right up? Or was it just like flipping stuff for fun? Like maybe he walks through the woods and just like flips over pine cones. I don't know. But like it's really weird that that bear just kind of was yeah. like, this th- should be standing up. It's not. Maybe maybe he was a circus bear. Maybe he was maybe trained yeah they taught cones. him they taught him how to do that. <laughs> I mean my thought my thought I mean is that, bears are pretty smart. Yeah yeah and I think I mean I give animals a lot of credit. I mean they're way smarter I think than people. I think they're way be. smarter than we give them credit for. Yeah for sure. But like I think I think they generally have a really good conception of like their environment and like how things should be right. So if it always <laughs> sees these big giant orange triangles sitting around and they're usually standing up. Probably should make that stand up. It's just like the order of things. Like they they at least have an idea for the order of things. Like patterns and stuff. But yeah, that was really cool. That's what I do on my lunch break. Just go through YouTube shorts (laughs) and I get a a, a wide range of things and I occasionally get the Joe Rogan Tyson random conversations that they have. Yeah, those those podcasts are great. The one with uh, Brian Cox on Joe Rogan is yeah. really good too. He's another astrophysicist. That um, guy's sweet. Yeah, he's yeah. I love. I could listen to those guys talk all day. Yeah. Well, speaking of talking all day, we can talk about our topic tonight. Um, so, yeah. topic tonight, um, always gonna be a fun one. When Mike's not around, is we're gonna talk about. Gaming so far this year, right? Our hits, our misses, because, you know, at the beginning of every year, we talk about what we look forward to, and we always check in and touch on, like, what we're excited to play next and what we've been playing. So definitely want to touch on that, but kind of building into that, like, where are our early Game of the Year nominations? Mm. And I say early only because it's, you know, the year's not over, We're but we're mostly through the year at this point. There's still really some only... big ones that come out, though. There like, is. Big content, big hitters. Yeah. yeah, but we really have sure. three months left because December is kind of a wash, and I've looked at some release schedules, and there's not much in December, and we're really kind of our next big month is October. Um, so 
we kind of only have one more big wave of big titles to come out. So yeah, get those early noms in, <laughs> and then obviously we'll look at look at what we're excited. Yeah, for. dude. As I was like writing down the list of games, like my my best game so far this year, it's like, dude, this year's been fucking crazy, bro, it and has. it's not even over yet. It's You've been saying that yet. since since yeah. the first episode of the year when we talked about yeah i mean and i said it last year i was like dude next year is gonna be freaking insane because of all the games that were slated tears of the kingdom was slated to come out the the sequel to um what ended up being jedi survivor spider-man uh, spider-man 2 i mean there's just so much coming out that uh yeah, it, and we had a lot of probably the best year of games I, in the, yeah. at and least that's, since I, we've done the podcast I think that's a general consensus because I've watched some other YouTubers talk about the gaming this year and they've just been all like yeah it's been it's crazy. Yeah. so packed full of games big and, there were, and, and usually you get some big misses in there there really hasn't been anything that's that's took a, a I mean I, I I don't know. I I have not played it. I think Starfield might be building that reputation for itself uh, currently, but there outside of that, there hasn't been anything that's been a been a huge miss. You know what I mean? Which is rare. You usually get one that's like overhyped and mm-hmm. comes out, you know, completely broken. Maybe that is Starfield. Uh, you know, and I when we talk about Jedi Survivor later, I think there's something to be said there uh, with that game too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it was definitely a big year for for sequels also like big studios kind of either laying out their roadmap for like what you know they're doing next because it's kind of about that time and and but the expectations need to be ran high because people want they're ready from from these big studios like the next big things whether they're sequels or they are new ip so we've seen a lot of that this year too um so but coming off of you know you know, previous years, we've had plenty of misses. So we're kind of in the stage where it's like they have to hit and then they also have to either that or lead into be like, what are you doing in 2025, 2026? Like, what what are we looking forward to for you guys? So right in, in, in Starfield's case, I think it's probably like a perfectly fine game, but the expectations are so high for it because it's Bethesda's big launch. It, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get it, man. When they when they announced that game, I w- I was amped oh, for yeah. it. it. Looked awesome. And then as more and more footage got released, mm-hmm. I was just like, it's pretty meh looking, bro. And then I've wa- I've wa- I have not played it, so I can't say too much about it. Um, but it just it looks pretty busted in some in some cases. There's there's like they're reusing like whole like compounds on the planet. So it'd be like a science lab and then you'll find it on a different planet. And it's the exact same science lab with the same NPCs doing the same stuff. It's like supposed to be this big sprawling adventure. Didn't they do exploring the universe, but you're finding crap that's identical on the planets. Did they do, did they use like AI generated stuff at all? Do you know? So, yeah, I thought I I heard that somewhere. yeah, it's a procedurally generated. Some of the stuff is procedurally generated. The problem with mm-hmm. that is that you need to change it in something like the paint, the NPCs procedurally generate those, do something to make it not feel exactly like the one I just saw five planets ago. <laughs> Identical to maybe it. They're, and maybe then, they're twins. And then they're it, 
classic Bethesda bugs are already happening. And I'm so sick of hearing people say, well, that's just Bethesda. They're like, they don't get a fucking pass because their no, games are always busted. There's no, that's not a pass. Yeah. That's not an excuse for this game being busted just because, Oh, well, all their other games come out busted. That's not. And they take five years that. to like peak. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's too late. <laughs> no one. Yeah, I mean, I and mean, then, it worked out for Skyrim. I mean, Skyrim is, you know, it had plenty of bugs, but it kind of made up for it because it was so groundbreaking. So I think that's what right. people, when they say that, they just think they, they're thinking of that. They're thinking and hoping it's that because they know that in the past they've been able to like, you know, arc out of that pitfall, right? From launch. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it doesn't necessarily make up for the fact that they can just keep no. doing that and don't bank on no. it either. Yeah, that that you could that can't be your excuse when you're defending Surfield, saying, "Well, it's just Bethesda; they just suck." That's basically what you're saying. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? So it doesn't even make sense. And then, like I've heard, the gunplay kind of sucks. It looks like it kind of sucks. It looks like it's Fallout without the the slow down time thing or the uh, pause pause thing, yeah. essentially the aiming Bats. thing. Bats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, there's also like there's no map. On, on Starfield, which just seems absurd, there's a lot of, like, you have to fast travel. You, like, you can see your ship, but you have to fast travel to your ship to fast travel out into space to fast travel onto another planet. You can't Like, instead your, of, your like, ship. No Man's Sky style, you where don't. you just get in your ship, yeah, you fly don't out of the planet, and then you can go to another planet and land on it. So a lot of people were saying, like, this game looks close to No Man's Sky, I think it looks like No Man's Sky might be better than this game in in a lot of different no awesome. realms. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe once it's fixed, if I ever acquire myself an Xbox or if Nick ever fixes my PC, maybe I'll play it <laughs> and, and make the judgment. But it's not it's not a console selling game for me, which sucks because I'm a huge space guy. I'm a huge yeah. sci fi guy. Like that's the game for me, and it's just unfortunately well, made by Bethesda. By the time either of those things happen, it will be an awesome game. Maybe. So never. Maybe. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. And well, I'm I mean, sorry. That I think the engine, like the engine they're working yeah. off is just trash, bro. Like the models look like trash. Everything looks like crap. They're too deep. They're too yeah. deep in that freaking engine. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, and the thing with the, the procedurally generated stuff is um, they say that as like a cost savings to say like the terrain, I think in this case, like the terrain isn't, you know, they don't have to like manually or like not manually, but like engineer programmatically draw and create all that terrain. They have like an AI engine do it. But the issue that you run into is like, yeah, great. The terrain has like some variance and like the maps and the worlds aren't necessarily identical. But when you put all of the objects, which I interact with, that just kind of come from a, a library, which the AI just randomly places from this like fixed library. Like that's different. Like clearly if they're, if the buildings are like verbatim copies like that, that means that the assets for the objects aren't procedurally right. Pieced together. Right. There's like, Hey, yeah. just AI, just go grab the object and put the whole thing in there, which yeah. is kind of, lazy i mean i mean yeah that's exactly yeah. what it is exactly what it is i i can get behind duplicating buildings but i'm talking like the npcs are yeah. standing in the exact same spot 
you go inside, everything's identical on the inside. The enemies are in the same spot. It's the, the guy, there was a guy on YouTube, like going through like how many times he saw like multiple that he was like, there was one thing I saw eight times. There was one thing I saw seven times. There was one cave I saw like 10 times. I'm like, geez, bro. Like, I don't know. It, well, it, it's, it, it just, I don't know that you can fix that kind of stuff with patches. You know what I mean? Like you can fix the game break. Like there's a lot of game breaking bugs. It seems like mm -hmm. people you're supposed to talk to just like teleporting down into the ship and then eventually into space. And then you can't talk to them to progress the, the quest. <laughs> and uh, that, I mean, that seems like a, a pretty common bug because I'm seeing it like all over the place. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And then that on top of that, like, not having a map for a big game like that That's seems weird. gotta have absurd. a map. Yeah, yeah, like um, No Man's Sky's map is so like, ridiculously. I I mean, I kind of understand it, but it's so like it, how far out? Because you start all the way at the world, you can just keep going until you're like on a star map um, of like constellations, right? And the other thing that I I see is like the pre. <sighs> The like scripted PR run post launch, right? The feel that it's a scripted PR run post launch that just explains away all the things that people would complain about. Like they know, yeah. they know people are going to be upset about XYZ. So they have this like pre, like all these excuses or reasons. Like I saw one today where it was like, why are there no ground vehicles? So they're like, well, it, it, you know, it would change the gameplay and like how fast people <laughs> move through the environment. It's like, <laughs> right. But you would think at some point, and they said they might add someday, but that's kind of point of ex space exploration. You have people who are going to want to walk on foot because that's what, how they want to play the game. You have other people who are just like, you know, the humans from avatar and they just want to just like, strip mine the planet and they don't care right. about your your cute experience yeah. you're building um i mean they want that, they want if, to ride around rovers and just mulp things down yeah it, I, if that's an actual excuse they gave it, it's got to be their 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 engine they can't figure out how to get the stuff to generate fast enough in game for a land vehicle that's what that's yeah. what i hear when you when I, they yeah. can they cannot figure out how to get it to to do it quick enough that you, you <laughs> so they just have you on foot with the jetpack that or there would be that ridiculous gives it enough tearing time. like i could there, yeah. there might be ridiculous tearing where like yeah. you just all of a sudden drive through things because <laughs> it's not it's not you know like you said loading quick enough or stitching together yeah. quick enough and so. then and then on top of all of this the game runs at 30 fps which is yeah. another like what only 30 fps there is not a performance mode in this game i don't think i've played a ps5 game that didn't have the option so mm. i for me like for me currently that's a deal breaker like i'm not going back to 30 fps i'm adjusted it's not happening i'm adjusted okay? it's just not <laughs> it's not gonna work for me so hopefully in the future they get a 60 fps patch so this can look like a game that came out in 2023 versus a game that came out on the ps3 or xbox one or 360 which is what it looks like now so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw i saw bio and some other people talking about that some said it was like 720 but then someone was like there's no way it's 720 um, i mean i it, it, it dude it would not surprise me it does not look that good it does not look that good 
Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, the, I will say on with, Starfield, a game that we haven't played, but right, uh, right. There's plenty I mean, of video and just yeah, the articles plenty. that come out. Like it's just there's warning signs there. Yeah, um, and if I and here's another thing: if IGN is giving it a seven, then it's a shit show because they give everything <laughs> a nine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's a low a score. So IGN a score <laughs> scorecard is eight to ten. So like, yeah. usually you got to score somewhere in there. Right. So it's as kinda, soon as I saw the seven, I was like, "Oof!" <laughs> yeah, they kind of got like a like a like a uh, an A through like F scale, where it's like sixty percent above is like your D, like you're passing. <laughs> right, if you're getting a seventy. That's a C, and like C is not triple A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm part of uh, I'm part of like a video game page on Facebook. Like, I follow a video game page on Facebook, and uh, somebody posted on there like, if if Forza comes out and looks as good as it as it does from the trailers like is everybody going to stop talking about how xbox doesn't have any games like no because it's fucking forza like that's all they have is forza halo and gears and now starfield so no nobody's going to stop talking about it because that doesn't yes it's forza that's great it looks great but it's forza like it's they always look good those games are great i I won't take that away from them but at the end of the day it's still forza we need something new, and unfortunately, Starfield had the opportunity to take that and run with it. But Bethesda is just, yeah, whatever, dude. I don't even know what's going on with that studio. <laughs> That's like when when Xbox bought them. I was like, see, ya. <laughs> like couldn't care less, couldn't care less. I will say that even though their, I think their character models are ten years behind everything else that's coming out currently. They look like they have gotten better from previous sure. Bethesda games, so they're sure. at least going in a direction. They're just trailing well, well Way behind, better. well behind. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that earlier this year. They need to ditch that engine. Like, there's no, yeah. there's no, just, yeah, just go to Unreal. Like, yeah, every like it's cool. I guess it was cool to have your own studio proprietary like self built system. It gave them a lot of advantage ten years ago. Yeah, but um. Might as well have AI build your your engine now because it's going to be better than that, right? Yeah, I, and I think Bio got all mad at me because he was like, "Man, I was I was hoping for you to be a, a little bit more impartial to it." I'm like, I I was impartial. I was excited for this game. I do. Yeah. I, I knew that I probably wasn't going to play it because I don't have anything to play it on. But I was excited for this game. But I have to also call it how I see it, and everything I'm seeing right now is pretty negative. So, yeah, I mean, if it was if it was awesome and like a for sure, like game of the year contender like across the board, like you would probably buy an Xbox for it. I would. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, I was lo- I was making looking. that decision. <laughs> yeah, I was looking when they announced this. I was looking at it. I talked about it on here. I was looking at at buying a, an Xbox. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just not selling it for me. Like if you if you just take everything away and you say, I've got a space game. That's a big open universe. It's running at 30 FPS in 2023. Okay. There's game break baking, breaking bugs that might stop you from some of the best quests in the game. You have to fast travel to your ship to fast travel off planet to fast travel to another planet, Not good. to fast travel down and land to get out. Like nobody would buy that game. So I don't know why everybody's acting shocked and then that's not even taking into account the like boundary things that people are hitting that's what i was gonna talk about yeah like 
you know, not to shit on Starfield for a whole half hour here, but like one of the like early articles like last week I saw was like, <laughs> dude took a nap, flew a ship for seven hours toward Pluto. Like it's cool that they could do that, right? And what happens when he got there? They went right through it. Um, so if you're gonna put like a named solar system planet in there, like you know the one that we all know of, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, like let's maybe just at least make it like a low texture place I can fly to and land on. Like, I feel like that's at least I, all I'm asking for. Don't put anything on. I just make it a boring ice rock, but I still want to go to Pluto. I want to fly through it. Like I'm like, I'm hacking world of Warcraft in 2004. Yeah. Like I, I jumped <laughs> right. over, I jumped over outside of where I should be. And I like yeah. glitched my way outside and it's just flat, no texture terrain. Right. Yeah. I get that. But and then down yeah down on the planet too they're like if you walk so far you get like a boundary thing where you have to turn like fast travel back to your ship because you're you're too far yeah. and that th those are all things that are incredibly immersion breaking mm -hmm. you know what i mean any any kind of fast traveling in a game is is immersion breaking especially when it's a big space epic and you're supposed to be you know you have all these spaceships the the ships look cool the customization looks really cool on them but you can't freaking fly him to the planet and land on the planet. Like where, where in the, the boardroom meeting did that get scrubbed from the big space epic? Yeah, but it's not that it's, it has to be the engine. Like they can't do these things. Like probably Maybe, there's yeah. a lot of limitation around. That's why it's locked at 30 FPS because there's clearly some sort of limitations. They haven't yet coded for something. I don't know, but like locking it at, 30 FPS, you would think all that stuff would be available. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> you, yeah. you can't have both. You can't lock it at 30 FPS and then not have all that stuff available. So, yeah, uh, I can't believe you can't fly tune from the planet. Like, I get like, like, there's certain probably like games where that's acceptable if you set them up right. Um, mm -hmm. but, but not this open world. Not an open world game. Yeah. Not like this. Jedi Survivor. That's a prime example. Ex yeah. That's you what can't yeah. fly. You can't fly in that game, but it feels great. Because you're not a, you're not the pilot, so you just hop in the ship, and it, it the 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 fast travel is like a playable section. You know what I mean? That's essentially what it is. So it doesn't break the immersion. You get on the ship, the ship takes off, you're in it, you're still playing, even though you're not flying. That's the way to do it. And and Mass Effect did it just fine. Even Mass Effect Andromeda was amazing at that. Like it yeah. gave you the right feeling that. I'm going to zip around the solar map. I got my map of my little galaxy. I'm going to go places. I'm going to be in orbit because, you know, it isn't about flying my ship, but I'm going to, you know, plan my mission, disembark, cut scene, zoom down to the planet in the Normandy, which was freaking awesome. Like, yeah. if you have these, if you want to make those barriers, do that. Yeah, that might be what they were going. I mean, maybe that's what they were going for. But we, we have to remember, I mean, Andromeda came out when? That was before, yeah. That was before No Man's Sky and right. It was before maybe all not, these games. Yeah, maybe not before No, but but at, at this point, No Man's Sky, plenty of other games exist that have clearly knocked that barrier down. Like I can fly right. freely in No Man's Sky everywhere I want. Yeah, and then I don't. I, I think you can't have a customizable ship. Now you can fly it in space in Starfield, so that's a thing, obviously. But it's just I don't know, man. Like yeah. you need to be able to fly into the planet. Land so. on the planet, find a spot to land on the planet. That would have made it so much cooler. And that's what makes that's what drives No Man's Sky really. Like it feels yeah. cool to pull that off. So, yeah, and and there's plenty of um, 
indie early access games on Steam too that give you that exact same experience. Um, there's like really nice ones too that are completely like AI generated, like do all the same things. Like maybe they don't have like the combat polished off and they're more, yeah, kind of like I really, I mean, like, but there's plenty, like there's space engineers. There's, um, I have, I have a couple. I want to really, I really want to try elite dangerous, mm-hmm. but it looks, it looks awfully intense. Like as far as like a flight simulator almost, um, but it looks really cool. It's a one-to-one recreation of the Milky way, which I think is oh, really, wow. really cool. Um, and it's more, you know, on No Man's Sky is more like a cartoony vibe. This is a more realistic yep. looking uh, yeah. vibe. And Speaking I think it came out on PS5. I, I got it because I thought I could play it on the deck. And I haven't quite figured out how to get it to play on the deck. Um, even though it's deck verified, it does not launch for me very well. Really? Interesting. Um, it's got I've ran track. into this for a few games. I don't know if it's my deck or like. I'm for just the like check dumb. mark? Yeah. Really? Wow. Hmm. Yeah, but it's a Star Wars squ- Squadrons. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I, but I was playing it on my actual computer, and that game's pretty fun. I have I so, played like forty five minutes of it, and it's it's pretty sweet. I played, I played probably like the first two hours of Squadrons. Um, my hang up with squ- Squadrons is it's only first person. You can't you can't play oh, in third person. Right. And and I but, just not. I mean. That's another weird decision that they well, take the the space combat from Battlefront, which is third person or first person, and then just make you play it in first person. It's like, what the fuck? I want to see the ship, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, you know, they're definitely going for the simulation part portion of it, because like flying that TIE fighter was so satisfying or the X-Wing. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Crush on me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I did enjoy that game. Just like the way they like fleshed out like what those controls mean. Like you know, Star yeah. Wars is super knobby and like old school buttony, but it's like they all it, they made it make sense, and it, it's pretty immersive that way. Um, kind of wish I was playing it on the deck or my console, but yes. So once I once I realized that you couldn't get out of first person mode. I was like, I should probably save this until I have a VR because you can play it, I think, yeah. fully in, in VR. So I was like, really? that's, that would be the right moment to play this game. So I ended up stopping it. Yeah. Um, but I liked what they were doing. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think it's probably a really good game. I just want to yeah. wait till the appropriate time to play it. Per usual, EA game, very narrow focus, very like <laughs> one linear like train of thought. Excellent yeah. execution. Very well right. done. Yeah. Um, just like about like the first Battlefront remake still like one of the most beautiful games. Oh, like, for sure. Star Wars is like, even yeah. to the second one, like they, they dumped down the graphics. So it would be more multiplayer, all that stuff. But the first one was just absolutely gorgeous. And the feel oh. is unbelievably. In the space on. combat in that dude, that, that game, the first remake Battlefront is like the game I dreamed of as a kid, as far as the, yeah. the, space combat well there's actually no space combat it's like all on the planet but the x-wing and tie fighter thing is what i'm talking about i can't remember what it's like squadrons maybe i can't remember what it's called um like like 10 year old chad dreamed of having a game (laughs) like that so it was super cool to to play it I, i i love the first battlefront i have no problems with it whatsoever yeah i think it's great anyway 
that didn't come out in 2023. Um, but so yeah, Starfield early, early, early reviews here, you know, from the internet seems like, you know, if it's not a mess and people want to make the argument that it's not a miss, maybe that's the case, but it definitely doesn't seem to be grabbing game of the year. I would be very interested to see the Xbox club somehow still argue for game of the year, but I don't see that happening because it's such a strong year. Yeah, um, dude, it's it's it, a very it's strong a, year. Yeah, it's not even in the discussion, bro. I'm sorry, uh, but it, it and that's it because it is just a strong. It's such a strong year, dude. Like, there's so many bangers that came out this year that they could have waited another year. Like, I would have pushed it, polished 24. it a little bit more. Yeah, <clears throat> pushed it, polished it. Now, I I I get probably Xbox was pushing them to release it because they're like, yeah. we need some fucking we need games. Something. We need something <laughs> to sell consoles. But you know what? Uh, now, in my mind, and this is what it's this is what this game that I'm about to talk about in my mind sounds to me more like the flavor of an Xbox game, and one that would have been much better positioned to sell Xboxes, or you know, in your case, Chad, like you'd buy an Xbox, and that's Armored Core. Like if that was an Xbox exclusive, oh. to me it looks, feels, and sounds like an Xbox exclusive, but yeah. it's not. Um, yep. But you know, very similar release time. You have that game kind of coming out of kind of a, a very random direction, right? You know, we no one expected that last year when they announced it. They announced it last year and it came out perfectly, yeah. like a year later, and yeah. it's awesome, right? Yeah, I haven't I mean, played it, but it, reviews are. are it's it sounds awesome yeah so um yeah it was weird the way it released because they announced it relatively close after the release of elden ring and i think miyazaki said like our next game is is almost ready and i'm like what the hell like how (laughs) how is that possible um but you know i i i think probably Tears of the Kingdom is my front runner for game of the year but armored core is making a hell of a case to, to maybe compete with tears of the kingdom um, I finished the main campaign. I'm about 80% of the way through new game plus. And then after that is new game plus plus. Um, and they add a lot of stuff into new game plus. It's not just replaying the missions. There's new missions. There's new deci- oh, wow. decisions to make. Same with new game plus plus new missions, new decisions to make new endings to get. Um, but it's really for me, the story's there on armored core six it's there it's servable it's fine it's not what it's about though it's about just the insane amount of customization you have with these mechs like just an absurd amount like you can build anything you can think of if you want something that goes super fast you got it if you want something super slow but puts out the dps you've got it as well and everything in between like it's an absurd amount of stuff you can customize it's just crazy because i i in this this is the irony, Chad. If if Sopranos did not exist in my life right now, this would have broken the um the, the sixty dollar yeah, barrier for me. Like I would I would I would have bought it by now and I would be playing it. Um, yeah. but I, I can't because I'm watching Sopranos. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want I don't want I don't want to draw away from my steam there. Um but yeah, like I I've had an itch for like a, a year or two now where I was like, I need to get into like like um Gran Turismo, something where I'm like buying and modding and like 
customizing things but now it sounds like it basically i need to do armor core because i want like a pacific rim like builder because that's my favorite part about like pacific rim when they're like they have all these built custom mechs for like these different purposes so yeah that's and when you said like you can build a gundam basically in it yeah you can't yeah there are people building out full gundams yeah it's it's cool man and it's cool tinkering with stuff it's cool watching build videos and seeing what other people are doing but it's like I'm at the point, well, granted, I'm 80% of the way through New Game Plus, so I'm well into the game. But there's like one build that I'm sticking to, and it just seems like anything else that I try just will never surpass this specific build, and it just melts bosses. Like, it makes the game so easy. So I like keep going back to it. But today I broke that chain. I was like, dude, I'm not using this thing anymore. Like I've been using it for like what seems like 60% of, of new game plus. I have not stopped using it. So I, I broke it, put it away on the bench for a little bit, but yeah, it's just fun tinkering with stuff. And there's so many different parts and options and weapons and locations to put those weapons and different combinations that you can get different skills that you can get that allow you to put like, um, arm weapons on your shoulders so you can pull them down when you run out of ammo or if it overheats or anything so uh yeah it's a blast dude i have not like i said last episode i haven't played an armor core game in forever but uh yeah i'm glad i got this one dude because it's really good really really good joe says i'm really digging starfield it would have it would have contention for me for game of the year if uh tears of the kingdom didn't exist I don't know. That's a strong pitch for uh, Starfield. There, there's some Starfield fans out there. Joe, yeah. if you're if you're bored right now, you're not working. You can jump on and uh, um, come defend Starfield for us. <laughs> I'll send you the invite link right now. <laughs> Hot ad. I think we spent enough time on Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I yesterday I bought Armored Core, and this game is for amazing. what PC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Joe is working. Is it Steam? Is it Steam Deck verified? I have not looked. Okay. But I think it I don't is. Think I, think it is. I don't think I'd want to play it uh, on a handheld. I that like, doesn't sound like a handheld game. I no. like the keyboard and mouse. Like that. That feels right. And I tried with my controller, and it just didn't. It didn't. Yeah. 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 Really vibe with me. Yeah. Um. So I I didn't play for very long last night, but I could have. I had to like stop myself or I would have stayed up really late. Plus I was on that first freaking boss, which is. Yeah. 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 That helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like you were saying though, like I, I, okay. So after I beat him, you get to the place that you're going with your fake identity and you, all these customization things pop up and you're like, dude. And I spent like a quarter of the time just going through like, Everything that you could do, like, and just the colors, you know. Oh, dude, the colors, it's yeah, that's ridiculous. The, the paint alone, the 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 gloss or the shine, yeah. And the weather, the there's like dude. 25 different weathering effects you can put onto it. Every piece of Every this metal mech, piece, you can yep. change the color. It's yep. It's playable on the deck, but from software, it's talking like it will be verified at some point. Yeah, I oh, you know what? I did see that. Maybe I did see that. I would like I don't think it is. I wish more games would do like a cross save so I could like pick up on the Steam Deck, pick up my save from the PS5 on the Steam Deck. There are a couple games that do that. 
Uh, I think the Witcher was one of them, but um, yeah, Dad, I'm excited you got it, man. Like Dude, I, I, I want you to play Sekiro so bad, but I also really want <laughs> you to play Armored Core. Well, and it's so. funny because I, I picked up my the deck and I was playing some Sekiro, and I somehow lost my progress, like. Cause the last time we talked, I was at the the big ogre dude and it like took me back to like the bridge, like where you saw like, sounds the, like your cloud save messed up. Yeah. Something. Wait, wait, wait. What bridge? Where like you see in the distance, there's fires. Yeah. He's crossing the oh, bridge with the, you're ogre. just in a different, you're in Harada. You're in a different space. You just need to fast travel to a different, uh, yeah. It's not uh, linear. Sculptor's idol. Okay. Yeah, all right, all right, no, all right. you didn't lose your progress. You're just in a different location. You just need to fast. When travel. I fired that sucker up, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. No. Yeah. You didn't. Lo- yeah. You're just in a different. You're just. And then I was trying area. to fight through everybody again. I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm done. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You're going to go play armored core. Yeah. I mean, because it's designed for you to fight everything again if yeah. you wanted to. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah. funny. And that's the, that's the other cool thing about armored core is that in this game i hate when games don't let you replay missions like i hate the original spider-man game on on ps4 doesn't let you replay missions and it drives mm-hmm. me freaking nuts because you have to end up doing a whole new game to replay the missions and that's annoying armored core you can replay the missions that's infinitely cool. as soon as you do them and then there's also a whole nother section that is Red Dead doesn't ori- let you do that, does it? No, so, no, yeah. Red Dead doesn't I'm either. So sad yeah, about that. It's super annoying, and th- with open world games, maybe it's it's a little bit more difficult to to do it. But you you would think if you just gave me the option and then put me into like a, a new save at the beginning of that mission, that's how some games do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it will kick you back out to your game after you're done with the mission. Yeah, but I play games where there's like. There's like a like an NPC or a menu option. Well, actually, um, uh, DBZ Kakarot has a has a function there where um, you talk to someone, or it's in the menu as you unlock things. But you can basically refight old boss battles, right? Yeah, like key key fights. Like it just it doesn't affect your world because obviously the world's progressed. Like it just instances you into the fight and then right. you, you do your thing. So there's no yep. reason they can't instance you into like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Temple world to just play the mission. Something like Grand Theft Auto, like Grand Theft Auto yeah. should let you do that too. Just page yeah. through the, the missions. And yeah. So that that's the cool thing. There's a lot of replayability on, especially on our record, just because there's just such a vast difference between builds like the game feels entirely different depending on what build you're running so um it's cool that it allows you to replay those missions because you can try out different builds right, and right. older missions to see if they're going to work <laughs> it's kind of funny i mean that's how the late all lego games work right because yeah you go through with different characters and you complete yeah, yeah, them yeah. in different ways and that's just a fun element of games like that like to me like yeah great there's a story but give me incentive like people like to grind and like people like to redo things and or like crash bandicoot like hey do this level but faster or do this level and get all the things like yep that's that's here so those things to games i'm trying to decide if i want to go for the platinum on armored core i think the answer is going to be yes because i I have nothing else going on until spider-man 2 comes out right um and that's october 20th so i got time yeah uh, but yeah, one of the trophies is I think to get an S rank on every mission, 
and it's difficult to get an S rank. You can't heal. You can't use a healing item, which is oh my gosh. seems insane to me on some missions. Uh, <clears throat> there's something to do with the speed you complete the mission, how that many enemies. Work. So healing works similar to Sekiro. Like repair nanobots? No, like what's no. The, what's the story like? I don't. I, I'm I'm not popping healing pot. Like healing potions is a mech. Like what's no, the I don't there? know what. Deploy the nanobots they, and repair my arm. Yeah, it might be like it, it's some sort of mechanical fix, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it works similar to like Sekiro. You get, um, and I think you start out and originally with three heals, but you don't. It's most a rep- missions. It it's is a, rep- a repair. Yeah, repair kit. Yeah, yeah, repair kit. That's it. So you start out with three, and it's just it's literally exactly like Sekiro. You're heal, you know, you run out of those heals, and you're screwed. Um, but the thing here is that you can't like rest at a bonfire to get them back. You have to redo the mission or die, and when you die, you get them back. Yeah. Now, some of the mission, the longer missions specifically, when you get to the boss door, it'll give you a supply drop so you can resupply all your ammo and your heals, which is necessary because. Like the build that I'm running that I'm like mowing everything over with, I always run out of ammo with. So it, it like it, it would be impossible to, to like try to preserve all that ammo for the boss and all those heals and everything. Swords. Are there swords? Yeah. Yes, there are. Yeah. Good. There's a you there's start a out with. Yeah. Yeah, you start you out with a really good one, actually. It, it is a, so cool. You can't run out of ammo with a sword, right? No, but you have no. stamina. Or uh, it's like a yeah, it's a cooldown. You you have cool a cooldown on the yeah. on the, <clears throat> the, the actual weapon. The cool um, thing is, sorry, um, go for it. The the boss bosses have the staggering, or I don't again, my call it straight out of Sekiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I had that bar at the top that builds up. Yep, I'm like it's literally Ooh. right out of Sekiro. Yep. So cool. uh, so even though they came out and said like, hey, this is Armored Core, it's not a Souls game, you can definitely see the Souls influences since their last Armored Core game. The boss battles are very Souls-like. The The posture gauge essentially is very Souls-like. The heals, which I don't think has ever been a thing in uh, any Armored Core game, is very Souls-like. But I also want to talk about the arena too, which is another section you'll you'll unlock maybe in like chapter two. But it's basically one on one mech battles, and there's a bunch Ooh. of them to go. There's like twenty two of them to go through in the first playthrough. New game plus adds in like another fifteen to go through, and they're so fun, dude. It's just one on one, like in an arena mech battles, and then That's at the end awesome. of it, when you beat them, you get the schematic for that mech as well as like the emblem that it was using and all kinds of stuff. So fun, dude. And you can replay them infinitely. So it's a really good way to test out new builds. Just jump in there with one of the, the arena fights. All right. So yeah, I'm going to go play it now. Yeah. (laughs) Nick, you, you should just do it, bro. Just do it. We're all playing it. You might, I mean, you might as well. It sounds like the perfect game for me. It really does. You love, yeah. It's right up your alley, dude. It, it is. is completely. But what? But what about Sopranos? Yeah, man. It's, it's nice to be able to watch two to. It's nice to watch feel watch two to three episodes a night sometimes. So just bump <laughs> how much it down do you have? Two, bump it down to two episodes and play an hour of Armor Core. Uh, hey, that's totally doable. You're not, I, yeah, you're I'm not almost losing done with your speed. I'm almost done with season four. 
Yeah, you're moving right along, dude. You're you oh, only yeah. got what three three seasons left after four? Two. Or wait, there well, isn't. Damn. Three technically because it's it's season five and then season six part one and season six part two, which is basically two seasons. Seven seasons sounds like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Actually, it's probably a little longer in Game of Thrones because there's 13 episodes in most. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you should okay. just snag it, dude. You're going to be. Oh, yeah. 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 Should I buy a new TV, it. too? I've been trying to tell you to buy a new TV for years now. So, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. here's here's the benefit is um, they're pretty cheap now. Like, they're really cheap now. Like a 4K, like a regular 4K, because I was looking at the new Samsung models and they got. They have the Q LEDs now, yeah. which use like some quantum crap. And then I was trying to understand like the lineup there. Just um, make sure that you get one that has an HDMI 2.1 port on it, because that's what the ben- I mean, you'll you'll see a huge difference on your PS5 games because you, you said you, you, you're not even running PS5 at 60 FPS right now, right? Because your TV doesn't. Have or no, no, I, I have 60 oh. FPS. I don't I don't have above 1080 Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, so you'll still FPS either good, way, but it's, it's the, the, pixels. yeah. So I, I have an LG C10 and I, I, I love it. I mean, I don't know what they say. It's not the C10 anymore. I think it's the C1 maybe is the newer model. Um, but I love it, but it was expensive. I don't know if it's still expensive. Um, the OLED. Yeah. The OLED. I know right now. And then the other thing you have to look at is like, where would it go in your basement? Yeah, down there. Okay, so you you should we be have fine. a 4K in the living room. Um, you should but... be fine with the OLED then, because the OLED's known for kind of being dimmer allegedly. But I don't notice that. I have mine in my living room, and it's pretty well lit, and I don't really notice. I mean, I have the brightness jacked all the, or not the brightness, but the backlight jacked all the way up. But, my current um, TV has adaptive backlighting, which is nice does it? Yeah. It, it's kind of cool. It throws me off. Sometimes it like wigs out. I don't know. Like if the, it, like sometimes like the I always turn that through. crap off. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like it for off. some stuff because yeah. it helps though. When you go between like, like HBO, like they tend to have like darker shows. Dark, so it bumps yeah. it up. But like, if you go to Netflix, like it adjusts it down. So it's nice. It's, it, it, it was a nice TV for, you know, whatever, 2015 or whatever, but <laughs> my stuff right. lasts a while. So <laughs> I, I'm getting, no, cause we went to Costco cause that just opened, and obviously the first thing they have there when you walk in is just like some very liquidy looking TVs that yeah. are not that expensive. And I'm like, yeah, well, it has what HDR um, that setting that you, yeah. that you can enable. Like I said, the for for the PS5 specifically, you you need that 2.1 HDMI because that's what everything's going to. That's that's going to allow you. I'm pretty sure that's what allows you to get 120 uh, FPS. Which, oh, yeah. in my opinion, isn't really as noticeable as like the jump from thirty to sixty. But I'm gonna plug the Discord really quick. There's a Starfield channel on our Discord now by popular demand. Uh, Joe, Bio, and Yak all lobbied for it, so now there's a Starfield channel in there. <laughs> well, let's get an Arbor Cord going once I I buy that game. Yeah, but but Joe's telling me to buy Yak's TV off Discord, so I have to go mm-hmm. see where that conversation was at. Only on a deep discount. I'm a, I'm a discount. bargain hunter. <laughs> so yeah, you need one. It's time. Armored Core and a new TV. Yeah, because I want because I I also have the itch to go play uh um Forbidden West. 
Oh, yes. I forgot you totally didn't. Yeah. You told me not to play it until I had the right TV. So, I got yeah, it. I agree. I agree with my own, uh, my own comment there. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. So, that's Starfield, Armored Core. What, what else is, what else has been hitting? So, I want to hit on, um, unless dad, you got something. I mean, there were only, a couple things because I went through my list of games. I didn't think it was going to be a lot for 2023, but there's mm-hmm. like eight games that I got this year. <laughs> yeah, which I'm surprised. Like that's the most I've ever bought in yeah. a year. Uh, but it, like we've been saying, it's been a huge year for games. Um, Dead Space, yes, freaking amazing. Yeah. It held up. Oh yeah. Um, like that was like hyped for me like i think i hyped myself up for that game um and it delivered for me personally <clears throat> no i yeah man i completely agree with you that's definitely on my list um it it's it's a probably a top five game uh out of this year and that's saying something because there's a lot of games yes, there's a lot of good absolutely. games coming out like we said uh but yeah that was i don't know there was always I always had this like bubble hanging over my head that I never played mass effect. I never played the dead space games and I never played the Bioshock games. And I've been able to eliminate two of those in re- yeah. in recent years. I played all the mass effect games, dead space one. I played a probably 80% of dead space two uh, on the deck. And uh, yeah, dude, it's just really good. It's really, really good. The remake is phenomenal. I don't yeah. have anything to compare it to, right? Outside of like watching videos of the old, the old sure. game. Um, but everything works in it. The lighting in the game is amazing. The sound design in that game is absurdly, absurdly good. So, I mean, it gives you that claustrophobic feeling of being on. It really does. Uh, you know, the cool thing about Dead Space <clears throat> is that they like rebuilt it. Yeah. And like the ground up. <clears throat> Whereas like Resident Evil 4. I don't think they did that, like the remake of four. Uh, I think they did, yeah. You okay? They yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is very impressive. Yeah, and the way that they made it like shine, like they're oh, so polished, dude. so polished, yeah, clean, yeah. crisp. It just ran smooth. I'm very happy yeah, with that. It, game. Yeah, it ran absolutely great. Uh, <clears throat> and the, like I said, the I think the lighting in the game is like the best the best part of it. Like there are some moments that game where it's just or, stunningly beautiful because of the lighting you or know? the lack of lighting or the lack of lighting, right. Tension and and I, I, I think it's very important whether it's a mo- a movie or a video game, a horror movie or video game set in space that you give that claustrophobic feeling like that's yes. mandatory for space to. horror. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, Hands and down. dead space does it so good so good from the creaking of the ship i mean the sound design goes just into it a lot as well just yeah. the sounds just things scurrying over top of you like in the rafters you can hear them uh it's yeah it's really joe good. Really joe good. loved that game yeah it's <laughs> it terrifying is, dude yeah it, it's it really is terrifying. um very happy with that one um i gotta talk about one more and then you can have it okay we'll just kind of take turns i guess um i i bought the dlc for dead cells uh return to castlevania yes dude is it sweet 
so much freaking fun. And I I think I only played one Castlevania game like way back in the day, so it's like fresh basically. Yeah. <clears throat> um they brought like the first boss they introduce you to is Death. And he has this massive scythe, like two edge scythe. Um and you end up getting that weapon like you get the schematics for it oh that's and cool. you can unlock it it is the coolest weapon in the game yeah the coolest weapon you, yeah that's you, cool you i do some crazy work oh yeah i bet <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm really i was really so we off episode last week we were like talking about dead cells so i was looking up the castlevania stuff really impressed with the way the whip looks in that game like i can't wait to try yeah. out the whip in the game i have not really gotten it yet in Castlevania, it's really just uh it doesn't it's a whip, but those games are from the eighties, right? So it doesn't yeah. really look like a whip. Right. Um, this looks like a whip, like it's moving like a whip. So and we've talked like when I talked about Elden Ring, I talked a lot about how much I love the whip as a weapon. Like it's yeah. just it's just really cool. cool. So they have this um I probably talked about it before, but they have an electric whip in that game. Oh really? And you can like if I'm thinking of the right thing, but you can like hold it and like just hold the button and it just like keeps staying on the enemy that's cool yeah yeah i think it you know i think elden ring like i ran a, a dual willed uh whip build on elden ring and it's just the animations are just so cool dude like yeah. it's like flying over your head as you're attacking like it's just really really cool so Give me any yeah. game that has a whip in it as a weapon, and I'm and I'm happy. <laughs> Unless it's Bethesda's Indiana Jones game that's coming out, I'm sure I won't be Come happy about on. that one. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, Indiana Jones, man. So wait, Bethesda's really making an Indiana Jones? They game? are, yeah. Oh dear, yeah. I bet it's gonna um, be really good though, because that it's a, it'll be like a linear platformer, no big open world. No, who knows, <laughs> dude? Who knows? I don't think they can make anything good on their engine, but. Ouch. Um, Ouch. I want to talk about Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Um, and nobody here has played that besides me, right? Correct. I have not. So I th- this game made a very strong case, but I think it it has a lot that's holding. At least at the time that I played it, there was a lot that was holding it back, um, performance wise. But it's basically taking everything from Fallen Order and making it just amplifying it and making it significantly better, bigger areas. There's a big like hub world. That's massive to explore huge customization op- options like clothing. You can change like really in fallen order. You could change the poncho and then like yeah. the clothes under it. And that was it. You can change everything in this. You can look however the hell you want to look. Um, Even cow or cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different uh, hairstyles too. different hairstyles, different, different fucking mustaches. No different oh, okay. faces now. Okay. Same uh, face, different. Yeah, hair. Same okay. Face, okay. Cow is still cow. It's just cow is still cow. Yeah. The clothing options and the hair options. Nice. Nice. But that on top of all the gameplay improvements, which, you know, Fallen Order was great. I, I love Fallen Order. I think, like I said back when we talked about it, it felt a little janky, uh, especially in the deflecting. It feels a lot better in Jedi Survivor. It's still a little janky, but I've just got Sekiro like in my brain. Like that's the perfect mold. So everything that has that similar system, which is an identical system to Sekiro, 
that's what I compare it to. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just not as tight and responsive in Fallen Order. It's much better in the second game. But I didn't even play really that style because there's so many different lights, lightsaber stances that you can have. So that's the other cool thing is you have like your regular single lightsaber. You have a lightsaber and a blaster option, which is really fun. You have dual mm-hmm. lightsabers, which was an option in Fallen Order, but just for one attack, he like pulled it out and then put it away. This is like straight up dual wielding lightsabers. And then, of course, the double-edged lightsaber, which is fun to play with. And then they have a, it kind of said it was like a Kylo Ren style, heavy, it's like a Claymore style lightsaber. So it's slower swings, heavier attacks. Um, yeah, it's just, there was a lot more options for gameplay. And it's it goes back to the reason I think Armored Core is option. There's a lot of different feelings. Like if you get sick of something, you can change it up and then the game feels fresh and new. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's great. I, I think the story was really good. Um, it takes kind of a different turn than the, than the first one. It doesn't really deal with the empire very heavily. They're there. Don't get me wrong. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the, the only problem for me is that it, it had some major performance issues from, from my eyes, nothing game breaking. Like you weren't following through the world people weren't falling out of the spaceship into space. And then you couldn't talk to them to progress the mission. Nothing like that. Um, but performance wise, just major frame rate dips, like really bad frame rate dips, uh, especially in that first hub world. That. What'd you say? First one had the, those frame rate dips. Too, yeah. I think, and yeah. I think that's what led to the janky feeling of it too, is, is that those frame rate dips were kind of affecting gameplay. And that's a little bit here. Um, outside of the main hub world, which is like the big, huge, explorable planet, the performance is pretty good everywhere else. And I'm sure it's much better now. Like it's probably fixed at this point, but it just got to the point where it was like, man, they're like this, like, these are some really bad frame rate dips in, in certain parts of this planet. But yeah, it's just, it's a massive game, dude. Like I'm underselling like how much bigger this game is than fallen order. Like there are huge sections of that planet that I'm talking about that are, I mean, that planet's probably bigger than every planet combined from fallen order, just that one planet. That's and crazy. then there's like four, mm. four other planets. So yeah, I think it's a, it, it had, it came out and been perfectly polished. It would be a, a big time game of the year uh, <clears throat> nice. front runner, but performance, I think holds it back a little bit. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's pretty strong for a Star Wars game, right? Yeah. To contend for Game of the oh, Year. Star Wars, yeah. you know, it doesn't win great. You know, that, that those movies don't win uh, Oscars or Oscars, anything. right. They also don't right. win Game of the Year. Yeah. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, dude. This is hands down the best Star Wars game that I've ever played. Yeah. Hands down, without question. So just sucks because it could have been been a contender (laughs) man it could have been a contender you know this close that close that close well one day when they make a make a movie that wins a an academy award or something maybe they'll get a game of the year that year as well yeah double feature and game of freaking can we get a live action cow appearance somewhere like what are you doing 
like the actor looks identical to the the, the character. Yeah. What are you doing with your lives? Uh, I, I read an article. Um, I thought that was how point. like Outlaws is gonna basically fall into like the same trope that we get with all these like Star Wars games is that we have fixed endings for these characters. Like they don't really ultimately build much for like the world of Star Wars because you know. Cal has some potential, I think, so they could include him somewhere, ah. and maybe he just squeaks through, but, like, ultimately, like, outlaws, like, those characters, you know, they're gonna kind of, like, fizzle out and not really impact much, right? So that's, like, the tough part. I think Cal's story in the second game is very strong, and is v- yeah. it, it, it goes perfect. Well, I mean, he's gotta it. be in the game somewhere. It's a very important story that is told in that second game for mm. a very important thing in the star wars universe so you guys caught up on ahsoka it's just i am caught up on ahsoka yeah unfortunately my my my, uh my theory didn't pan out my theory didn't pan out so (laughs) a little little bummed about it but (laughs) yeah you're okay you're okay all right you got anything Uh, nick yeah what's up nick who me um you know i haven't really played any like new games this year i think sengoku's like the only new game i've played this year that's come out this year uh war tales didn't that come out this year did that come out this year i don't know i thought it was game but like i'm not really writing home about that to anyway anyone (laughs) but but you 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 remind me of something is i i don't know if it's just like the 2021 Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. I don't know if, oh, the 1.0 release came out this year. That's what War Tales was. It was early access, okay. and then it officially <clears throat> first like complete version came out this year. Gotcha. Um, but like, I don't know if it's like the the hit and miss deck experience I've had with uh, Banner Saga, but those types of games, like I don't know, they're not registering for me. Like B- Banner Saga was like a pretty big miss in terms of like the mm-hmm. hype like you guys gave it in terms of like me liking it. There's just something about that gameplay. It's too slow for me. And that's the, also the issue I had with you're just not a tactics guy then. Yeah. It's, is that what it is? I guess, but I love turn-based strategy and like larger scale, but there's something like war tales, the issue, like every time I think about playing it, I'm like, yeah, but my troop has like 15 people in it. Like it takes so there needs to be some major quality of life enhancements to make the map management and fighting better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like Banner Saga, like I just may I'm not far enough in it, but it's also just not like complicated enough for me. Like it's kind yeah. of just like it's boring because like I'm just kind of <laughs> repeating the same actions over and over. So I don't know what it is, but like they're just not those games just really aren't grabbing my attention. Yeah. Like you would think they would. That's why you need Armored Core. Yeah. It's just something Indeed. like Armored Core. Like. Let's go. It can, be, like, it can be as deep as you want to make it, man. <laughs> so you're just sitting there for an hour, just like customizing my neck. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I I could have easily spent that much time. Yeah. Cause there's, there's a lot of percentages you can look at. There's a lot of weight and all so that. Awesome. So, it yeah. sounds like Gran Turismo, but like it is, mechs. it really but, is. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Speaking yeah. of which, now that I have my PlayStation four back from Mike, um, I need to turn that on, get that ready, and give it to my brother, um, and buy him 
the latest Gran Turismo. I have Sport, but there's like six in there somewhere. Um, I never played. So he he's still playing Gran Turismo three um, on like the PlayStation two, which is great too. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna talk <laughs> good about one. Xbox for a second. So I played Forza before I played Grant any of the Gran Turismo mm. games. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Forza is just so good, dude. Like it, that is yeah. the that is the pinnacle of of racing games uh, in think, my I eyes, th- at least. Yeah, it depends on the angle you're approaching a racing game from. Um, Forza is definitely like the more sexy version of racing games, right? <laughs> Whereas, like, if you are like a car nerd and like you get down into like the percentages and the specs and the ratios of all that crap. Like, I think that's where you have your Gran Turismo fan base. Cause yeah. it's really all about like almost down to like the exact science of all that. I do really want to see the Gran Turismo movie, even though I, don't I heard think that was good. Got, uh, is yeah. it? Yeah. It, it, it looks I good. Like I like what they did with the the way they told the story. Like it's an actual story about a, a kid that played Gran Turismo and, and went and actually raced. raced. Yeah. And that's a cool way to make a great, they could have made it a cheesy yeah. need for speed style uh, movie. Yeah, good actor that you know, too. It does. It does. Yeah. Hopper. Got a Hopper. Yeah. I don't ever know what that guy's name is. Look out. Orlando Bloom. Gaming movies. Yeah. They're coming around. That's coming like, around. Forget the forget the superhero stuff. Like we're maybe we're about to enter a, a golden age Hope. of gaming movies. That would be amazing. Help gaming out of Sekiro the movie on the way. <clears throat> there is a supposedly a Sekiro anime in the works, and what? I I think my heart skipped a beat when I when I read that article because it was like <laughs> it's so dude it's so perfect for an anime. It is an anime. It, like it it's looks, literally it's perfect for an anime. It looks so good. Um. Okay, or were you done, you Nick? Talking about um, Sengoku. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. Wait, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just released the patch today. Um, I saw that. With a bunch of quality of life enhancements. So, this is the third patch since the early access release. So we're not to a full 1.0 release, but they're they're chipping through it. Um, <clears throat> I like I love reading patch notes on early access games because I like things that actively progress and improve. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, that doesn't work for like AAA releases on consoles. Like, that's what Steam is for. Um, so maybe some games should be released on early access PC before they release them on console at 30 FPS. I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, yeah, I, I, I do want to get back into that. But like, Dad, you made a good point where it's like it makes your computer run like so much crap. And I've it's just got not a really good computer. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, so they definitely need to optimize before we can even. So, like, they get, need to optimize the game. Yeah. Obviously, like, fix a lot of bugs and, like, just quality of life enhance it. Um, and then we need to build a village and then fix Chad's computer and then convince him to play. And <laughs> yeah. that's how we, we can we can get him into the co-op. I'm survival. sure between the two of us, we could we could do that. We could make that happen for Chad. Yeah. I think the biggest tr- trouble is going to be his computer, unfortunately. Yeah, that is that is, that is a big hurdle to get over. Yeah, uh, maybe they'll release it to Xbox like Valheim did, but release it to the other consoles. Yeah, because that's the thing is like, or just that's a get nice uh, thing. Steam Deck verify it. Or yeah, Steam Deck. Steam yeah, and and that's the thing is anymore like that's very much so on the roadmap. And that Medieval Dynasty is Steam Deck playable. Um, yeah. So I wonder I, is Starfield is Starfield 
Steam Deck verified? Is I mean, it the fucking games running at 30, 30 FPS? I imagine. I imagine <laughs> it can, the Steam Deck can handle it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it came I, out on PC. I think. Yeah, but Tribes of Midgard, I bumped the graphics down because I did bump them up. Um, it looked like really nice, but it murders the battery because like the thing. Oh just yeah, screamed. dude, I had that problem with. Uh, so I didn't realize when I played through um, Persona Five that I had the in-game resolution like in the steam deck like at something the steam deck doesn't even get close to fucking running like for full 4k (laughs) and it was just killing my i mean i would get like i would literally get like less of an hour of unplugged gameplay out of persona 5 which is not that taxing of a game really right um but then i figured that (laughs) that i had that in the setting, I was like, maybe that's like, it's trying to figure out how to run this fucking thing on 4k or it is running in a 4k, but the steam deck's just not showing that. Cause it can't, I don't know. I mean, it's wild because like, I just bumped it up just like one more tier, um, <laughs> of like on Midgard and the different, and then I bumped it back down. Cause like my battery was literally under two hours on that game and like bumping it back down to like the correct, like what it recommends, and like how much that improves like battery life. Like I think I'm back up to like four mm. hours on it. Right. And it's just crazy how like the recommended settings, like you're just so tuned to be like, this is what you should play it at. If you don't yeah. want to like murder your deck. Right. Um, Joe here, he says, uh, Starfield has some, um, performance issues on the steam deck. I imagine it does. It's, it does. It does say it's playable, but not verified. So that makes sense. That's crazy. I mean, I've seen things that are verified that you strip don't work squadrons um <laughs> yeah that's interesting i haven't run into that at all yet it's weird like the the screen attempts to load you get the, like the logo symbol but then i noticed on the pc too there's this weird screen at some point where there's like a close option at the top and like on my pc i hit close and then i oh, got maybe to the game that's, oh maybe that's it yeah so i noticed on the deck so i don't know maybe i need to just like tap the screen and close that maybe so, yeah and that's one of the reasons i fired up on my pc because i'm like what does it look like working? So I get mixed, mixed content when I fire it up on the deck. But it, so I would, yeah, if you, you would think if that was the thing, it would be playable, not, not verified. That's any thing. little, it seems like any little thing that you have, like if you have to pull up There's the in-game keyboard, things. it's not verified. Yeah. <laughs> That's the it's, thing is I can't get past yeah. like the initial, loading screens or something but also i know sometimes like first time launch on games like there's like other stuff it needs to install on the deck like DirectX or like some other like anti-cheat stuff it had a there's anti-cheat on squadrons because it's multiplayer so i don't know if that's throwing it because there was an anti-cheat update that broke battle bits on the deck so i don't know if that's maybe the same situation that the deck is not supporting these newer versions of the easy anti-cheat um software so could be that though too doesn't armored core have that the easy 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 anti-cheat probably it's pretty popular Uh, these days you'd see it's like a little it says i thought i yeah yeah it might especially when it's cross-platform like that stuff i think that's a popular like anti-cheat software for everything versus like if you're just on one console they can bake it deeper into the the console itself but when you're across platform they need something that solves the problem of cheating everywhere at once so yeah 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sengoku, not going to be game of the year, but... Um, no, and I feel like once we're able to get into the game, it yeah. runs great. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it runs fine, but I mean, it does like max out your RAM. There's a, It has major memory leak it's issues. Very heavy, very heavy. But it's a very beautiful and large game though too, so... Dude, it looks so good. Yeah. I, I would just... Like I don't we don't have the graphics around. turned up all the way either. Um I didn't because I, I knew think... like shadows would murder it. Like I I was reading too, like some people in the reviews were saying, like, turn this stuff down so it's at least playable. So yeah. there's a wow. lot of optimizations to go. Yeah. But that usually comes later. Even you get a katana yet? perfectly. How long till you get a katana? <laughs> Are there arrow quivers in this game that I'm gonna have a fucking problem with? <laughs> We only have axes and um, hammers and hammer. We only have basic survival tools right now. So you're real a, early. Yeah. yeah. We just yeah. build our houses, Chad. We do have, we do have, <laughs> I did build a wood chopping like cabin station where it's like you can work wood, woodworking place though. So. We will make sure that you have all the necessary tools. Yeah. Yes. You're going to have to get like, yeah, you're going to have to get a blacksmith going or something before I, before I roll <laughs> up. Yeah. We'll like, give you the tour. Be like, here's a nice village you can live in. We'll get out of the first century, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the cool thing, though, is I'm excited for the, the MP- NPC action in there because they have <laughs> like NPC villages and they have, they're oh, eventually cool. going to have like randomized yeah. events. So there's like, it's not just like Valheim where the world's mostly empty kind of feeling. Like there is a story and there's, there's things stuff to going do on. Yeah. yeah, stuff going on. So. 17 hammers. Yep. Uh, yeah, actually, Oops. there is lots of hammers. I accidentally made another one. It sounds like me because I kept <laughs> making hammers and other tools I didn't Joe, have make. you played or are you just vibing off of what dad was doing the other night? <laughs> Seriously. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I, have, I have 20 hammers. Why? Wrong button. Wrong mouse button. Yeah. It's very, very fun, though, once you get into it. Yeah. If your and- computer survives the loading screen. Oh, good Lord. It's seriously like two minutes just oh sitting there gosh. waiting. It's a it's a it's a it's, big world. It's a it's a big boy. Yeah. I mean I'd rather I'd rather take the the loading screen at the beginning to avoid and that's loading all it screens, is. Uh, like Starfield where you walk into a building <laughs> and it has a fucking loading screen like it's nineteen ninety-three all over again. Um they that's should have put the Resident Evil door in Starfield. You know, you remember that in the old Resident Evil games when you go through a door and it would be like, yeah, <laughs> that, well, everything like that. And you walk in, everything it. stands exactly yeah. still. You can't move, but the door is opening. Right. <laughs> um, I was there. Nick's hammer broke. Dad jumped with excitement. I did. I've got 50 of them. I've got you. I got you. Um, the one game I am looking forward to is uh Mirage. I yeah, don't know if that's yeah. a game of the year, but it what it is is hopefully maybe like a game of the franchise, right? I would really like to see because it's you know what it revives and what it kind of like brings from the new. Um, because honestly, I mean, Origins right now is like the, the, the highlight of that whole franchise for me. Um, yeah, it's a little different for everybody, but. I think that's because they've kind of gone like the full spectrum on right. that method of game. And I yeah. feel like they're kind of like now positioning themselves to be like, 
let's do something crazy and like yeah, play with the whole spectrum with Mirage, but then also make our big open world game with the Japan one. So that's exactly it because they do have their fan base on the big open world games, right? Uh, and they do also have the people that are screaming to go back to the older Assassin's Creed, you know, one, two, three, Brotherhood, mm-hmm. those ones. Um, so this is cool. Yeah, this is a cool idea. I like this a lot. I think that more studios should maybe do this if they really change. Like, I would love to see like a new Grand Theft Auto 3 Vice City era game where it's the same kind of graphical style, smaller, smaller thing to kind of break up the monotony of waiting for Grand Theft Auto 6, which seems like it's been freaking two decades at this point. Yeah. So an article uh, you know, so, rumors it's going to cost one hundred sixty dollars for Grand Theft Auto Six. What a hundred and six? There's no way, bro. They would never <laughs> get away. They would never get away with it. Now, if they promise you the best game that's going to last twenty years, I mean, they, dude, something's going on. Something's going on over there because it's taking a long time to make a single city game. I think that I think that we're maybe maybe getting more than just vice city in this we'll see i've seen some leaked like concept maps and it's supposed to be like all the cities yeah which would be really really freaking cool it's supposed to be like san andreas style map but like five cities in there that's what like that that's the only thing in my mind that justifies the length of time it's it it's been for grand theft auto six you know that's the only thing in my mind that it's got to be something big like that. And Rockstar is always about pushing the boundaries, right? They did it with five, three playable characters. You can switch to at any time. Now, seemingly in this one, they're going back to two characters. So what's filling that, that like, that's not pushing it forward. That's moving back a little bit. So what's the big thing that Rockstar is going to have for this game? And I think, I think, like we talked about it before, I think it'd be really cool if there's a hidden third character that's a cop that you're playing as. That would be really, really cool. But I would also love if it was like, uh, you can go to Liberty City, you can go to Vice City, you can go to Los Santos. You know what I mean? They're all in there. Uh, That would be a really cool thing. And it would justify why it's taking so long, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and... yeah, even the idea of the cop would be so cool because it would be because they could really play off of what they did in five with, you know, because you could do things where the criminals just like you just got done playing the criminals at like some sort of like shootout take you, for example. And then you get away as those characters and then the cop shows up to. Yeah, to investigate. Deal with the bull or investigate or deal with the bull crap, etc. cetera. Um, so there's so many cool things narratively that they could do. Oh dude, it would be so, yeah, it would be so cool. And they need to add, they need to have a cop element to that game. They like, do. And, you know. and they had the fan base for it is already there because there's a huge mod on Grand Theft Auto four and yeah. five that allows you to play as a cop. So the, the fan and the fan base is big on those, those cop mods on those games. And rightfully so. I think I, I played the one on five and it's awesome. It's yeah, really I, freaking cool. <laughs> and I, I don't know who decided like gamers just want to play as criminals because there's <laughs> plenty of cop shows out there. Like right. you can throw a firefighter mini game in there. Like people are going to play it. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> have exactly. those missions in there. So 
yeah you know it's people can it's, pretend they're on svu or something and right dude yeah <laughs> it would be so cool especially i mean you, you have to assume even though it seems like we're getting like a bonnie and clyde style story it's vice city it's miami there's going to be a heavy drug influence in the story i'm sure whether you're running drugs or what uh, it would be really cool to also play as a cop that's trying to bust this this crime ring and even even cool. if you take out the drug thing and just do the Bonnie and Clyde story, you mm-hmm. got the two Bonnie and Clyde, right, that you're playing as, but you also have the cop that's trying to stop them on their stop their crime spree. Dude, so many cool things you could do with it. Yeah, and like even in San Andreas, like they brought the cop storylines very close to the main character storyline because you have the one cop that's like pinching you to like do all this stuff and you're like working for the dirty cop. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. reason why you can't be the dirty cop. Um, right. Exactly. So, exactly. So yeah. And it, but, you, you know, I, I thought that like, it was really weird to me that rockstar re-released LA Noire on the switch. Like that was like such an obscure game to like randomly <laughs> let's re-release LA Noire. Like I was like, I was happy because I love that fucking game, but I, I was wondering, A, if they were, you know, gauging the interest for a sequel to that, mm-hmm. which is possible, or if they were gauging the interest on cop games in general because of what they're doing with six. Good point. But, mm. I think you're on to something. We'll see. I, I think it would be so cool. I, did, I, I hope they do it. I'll say Mirage is, should be really good. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks really good, man. I like I said, I did not. I played like Assassin's Creed one, maybe two. So I didn't really play the older ones. But you played Origins. But I played. I played all the new <laughs> ones. Yeah, um, Origins is so good. I, oh, I think about yeah. if I didn't have better things to be doing, I would be playing Origins like passively right now. Yeah, <laughs> I just think about that game all the time, dude. Um, it's really good, man. It is really, really good. Um. And it sucks because they they have, as the newer ones have come out, they've gotten further and further away, at least from the gameplay yeah. of that. Like the gameplay is just so freaking good in Origins. The combat is so it's grounded. fun, very yeah. grounded, very fun. Doesn't feel like you're playing World of Warcraft and you're smacking enemies and they're not really getting hit with your weapon. You know what I mean? Like um, yeah. Odyssey feels. Uh, so. I don't know. I, I'm concerned about what Red's going to look like. I hope they, they they have to know that, like, hey, we're going into a Japanese setting. There's a lot of good games that have really good combat with a Japanese setting. So I'm hoping that they're like, we should change something here. Yeah. And yeah. And that was one thing, like, because in Origins, when the the Pyrex or whatever those like bounty hunters, the like big baddies. Yeah. Yeah. would like hunt you like those those things were legitimate threats and you had to really work right to um like fight them like it wasn't you couldn't kill them because you were meant to kill them if you were good enough yeah um, but, it's but then obviously yeah. they took that model somehow put in like a a more a shadow of mordor thing to it and there's just like tears and ranks and they just come at you in droves yeah and you can just you know you could fight like five of them at once. Like if you're like rowdy enough and it's just like, they took everything from origins, put an odyssey and just like cranked it up to 11 and just made it just not feel at all grounded. And 
like you said, the combat's super loose. You fight tons of those things. They just took all the mechanics, just blew them in like to this excessive proportion. Um, and that's the, that's the hard thing about like Odyssey. It's just it's a fine game, um, especially narratively. It's fine. I I enjoyed it in that capacity. But in terms of just like exploration and interacting with the world, it's just not. It's just not fitting right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something's just not jiving in that game and i wanted to so bad because i think the game that like the concept of of odyssey is really cool but it's just i don't know dude it's just fucking boring i like i don't know how else to explain it too much there's too much that the the graphics i think take a huge hit from from origins like it doesn't like there are definitely beautiful parts of the game but it just doesn't have the same graphical fidelity as as origins does in my eyes at least yeah, it's the same thing from like the first remake of Battlefront to the the number two, right? right? They, yeah, they just took like a, a step back on the graphics and yeah, like, I think they just need that. to they need to make their world a little bit smaller so that they can get things looking a little bit better. That's the problem. I think Odyssey is probably significantly bigger than than Origins, and that's the big. Uh-huh. That's the big problem. I mean, Origins is big. I mean, it's yeah. a big game. No, it's definitely for- bigger, but they have a lot of just like everything's on an island, which is also annoying. Right. And, like, there's islands everywhere and you got to sail everywhere. Yeah. But also, the sailing doesn't really matter, but it does matter. So yeah. it's just like, <laughs> I don't have to do this part of the game. It's just bloating my experience. Whereas, like, hopefully they can capture that in a Japan map. Yeah. Big, I, big yeah. but like it has bounds. Right. right. Um, I just hope that they're not looking at because they have to be looking like, OK, we're going to be competing with Ghost of Tsushima, too. Like that's got to be in their board. meeting. Hope. They know that. They, I mean, there's no doubt that it's coming. And even they have to compete with the original game as well. So I hope yeah. they're not saying like, let's just make a big, huge, awesome Japanese map and fuck everything else. <laughs> or they're saying like maybe we should make our gameplay a little bit closer to Tsushima, make it feel a little bit more like it's a Japanese setting and not just an Assassin's Creed in Japan. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I'm hopeful for the for Red to make up for like where Tsushima like didn't have any of that in world interaction, right? right. But yeah. also to steal concepts there because like yeah, like when those Pyrex or whatever would would hunt you down, like. Yeah, like they need that mechanic, and I know they will, but they need to move into like a dual setting. And yeah. even like if you're moving like village to village and like you become wanted or you're causing enough trouble or you're luring out like the, the local enemies, like it's a dual, very much grounded, slower moving combat yeah. system. Yeah. So hopefully they do that. And it's not like they can't because everything else is there to like set that right. up. Yeah. I mean, I think that it, even though I'm saying like you're you're competing with Tsushima, that's just the 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 samurai game right now, right? <laughs> but I think it's going to feel radically different because the uh, almost certainly the the time frame is going to be way off from Tsushima. Like this is probably going to be in the 1500s, I'd imagine. If uh, you know that's what it looks like in the little teaser that we got, and if there's ninjas in the game, that's the time frame that it's probably going to take place. But um. So I have a couple other games. Uh, I, I, Tears of the Kingdom is my game of the year so far. Um, and we've talked about it at, at length here. So go watch some of those older episodes or sign up for Patreon to t- hear me and Brady and Roman talk about it for like yeah. two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, definite, <clears throat> definite game of the year. Hogwarts Legacy, I want to give a shout out to. Never finished it. I think the gameplay is awesome in this. The world's awesome in it. It's super fun. I just, at, at, at the time of playing the game, I knew nothing about Harry Potter. I tried to watch the movies as I was playing the game, and it it, it failed miserably. <laughs> um, so if you're a big Harry Potter, you probably already played it. But if you're not, if you haven't played it, you should definitely go check it out. Um, like a dragon Ishin, I have to give a shout out to as well, uh, to go back to the samurai thing, what Nick said about ghost of Tsushima lacking that kind of immersion element where you could go to, you know, gamble, gambling halls or restaurants or all of this stuff. Ishin does that to a T. I mean, it's mm-hmm. got all of that stuff in it. It makes you feel like you're living in that time frame in Japan. That being said, gameplay lacks way behind. I think the combat kind of sucks in the game. Uh, it's kind of boring. Gets better later in the second half, but uh, games I missed. I wanted to put games I missed in here this year. Hi-Fi Rush is like a indie. Hmm. I don't even know how to explain it. Like a cell shaded beat 'em up action role-playing game i don't even know how to if you haven't heard of it you should go check it out it looks really really interesting and i love cel-shaded games so i'm a sucker for anything that's cel-shaded is that the one that like the dude has something in his chest and you like play to or fight to the the yeah Yeah, you fight yeah yeah. Yeah. i think you talked about that earlier this year yeah that looks really cool yeah uh resident evil 4 remake totally missed it just there's just so much good stuff coming out at the time that it just slipped. Uh, So I would like to at least try to play that before we do our game of the year episode. Uh, But I want to talk about a couple games. We already talked about Mirage. That was on my list. Alan Wake two. Yes. uh, Coming out after Spider-Man, October 27th, I think is the release date on. I could be wrong. I, 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 you know, it's been a long time since Alan Wake released. They re-released it recently, but this game looks really, really good, dude. Uh, it's been a while. I'm excited to get back to the world. It's a super cool world. But, um, yeah, and it makes more sense for that game to release later in October. That's a Halloween game, dude, th- through and through. Oh, yeah. But I just think it's funny because somebody had somebody had said something to the director of the game, like, "Are you scared of Spider-Man 2? And they're like, "Nah, we're not nah. scared of Spider. Like, we're we're confident." And then they ended up being scared of Spider-Man 2 and moving it after the release date. So, yeah. Um, like a dragon, the man who erased his name—that's the new Yakuza game coming out with the original character from the original Yakuza games. Looks really, really good. That's coming out in November, I think. Uh, so keep an eye on that if you like the Yakuza games. But I want to talk about Spider-Man 2. Because that is, in my eyes at least, game of the year already. Like, I, I can't wait for this game. It's got probably going to be one of my favorite comic stories of all time in Craven's Last Hunt that looks like maybe what they're going with. I love the symbiote story. I think that... Um, you know, that's my favorite, like bringing Venom into this universe is super exciting. And the gameplay looks awesome. The graphics looks awesome. The city looks awesome. I, I I just can't, I can't wait, dude. And then 
having the ability to grant that out of five style switch between miles and Peter during the game. Love it. Can't wait, dude. I can't wait. Like this is my tears of the kingdom was obviously my most anticipated game for the first half of the year. This one has got the chance to just knock that right off the game of the year. So you, you were saying how Starfield wasn't the console buying game. Spider-Man 2 for me will be the console buying game. Yeah, it certainly will be for a lot of buying people. Buying a PS5? Yeah. Yeah, PS5. Yeah, I mean, you had, I think it's only releasing on the PS5 too. I, I um, think so. I think it is. Yeah, it definitely will be the, the I, I almost guarantee it. Insomniac is never disappointed in any of their releases. They don't have the, the track record that Bethesda has, right? So, um yeah, it's uh, it's got the chance to be huge, and I hope it is. And it looks like it's going to be. So, game of the year, game of the year. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I, I want to give it to it already because I know that for my personal, for me personally, it's going to be game of the year. <clears throat> Unless I, I can't even imagine how it couldn't be for me. Like I love Spider Man. Right. I absolutely loved the Spider Man game that Insomniac did and the Miles game that Insomniac did. So now putting them together and then adding in one of my favorite villains in Craven and Venom, it's a no-brainer. So, um, Joe here, he's uh, excited for Super Mario RPG remake, which does look Come. good. I know Mike was excited about that. Also, he said, "Alan, wake me up when October ends." <laughs> Cute. And Spider-Man games already have the perfect engine, in my opinion. I'm just going to steal Beluga Boys PS5. There you go. Like yeah. a plan, and they do have. A yeah, it really one. does that. I think that's what I'm. What is the most exciting for the second game is that the first game, the base they laid in the first game is just so strong. Like, there's nothing wrong with that game. Like, the gameplay is just it feels perfect. So, just the fact that they have that base laid, I can't wait to see what they do. Adding in the symbiote suit adding in all these different elements, adding in Queens, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, that's not in the game. Queens looks and feels very different from New York city. Obviously it's more of a suburban area. So yeah, I can't wait dude. And like all the kids are excited for it too. Like Brady can't wait for it. Oh, yeah. That's his game. That's his anticipated game of the year. So when's that come out? October 20th. Mm. Close. Very yeah, close, very, like little, little close. over a month away. Like I was sitting down, and I was like, "Man, we are close to Spider-Man 2. I didn't realize how close. But. So we should do a. I'll get it. You get it. You get it, and you get it. We'll all get it. <laughs> Everybody just to get and, it, and then we'll have like a, a reaction episode. Yeah, I'm in for that for sure. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. I would totally do that. Yeah. You have you played the first game? Oh, you need to get on that, bro. Yeah, I need. To it's on PC. That. Oh, it is. Steam Deck verified as well. Better forget oh, Armored oh. Core. You better go play Spider Man. <laughs> oh, Steam Deck verified. That's awesome. That's good yeah. to know. Spider Man actually seems like a good game to play on the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, let me see here. I think Joe's excited for Spider Man. Can't even think of the quality of life improvements they can make, which is huge. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. It's uh, it's just been patiently like literally my my 
Dude. computer right now is sitting on the art book for the original game. So I'm like, I loved the original game. I I never buy art books, <laughs> and I bought <laughs> the art book for the for the first game. So have has Spider-Man games have won Game of the Year before, right? Or at least been in the running, right? Unlike oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, not until Insomniacs. Right, uh, right, Spider-Man. right. Yeah, that was definitely. I don't know if it won. I don't know what released in 2018. I can look it up real quick. I don't know what released. I'm sure that, you know, some some games just have like really terrible luck of releasing. Right, like Horizon, prime example. They just have bad luck of releasing, like right next to like world acclaimed games. So the first did- one was. Uh, Breath of the Wild it came yep. out like close to that. The second one was Elden Ring, oh, <laughs> close yes. to that. So that is unfortunate. Those Very. are two major hitters in the past. Yeah, five and it years. sucks because those games are really good. So like, good. The, those the, are the some of my games are awesome. Oh yeah, God of War. God, of, God War. of War came out in 2018 uh, with Spider Man. So that one game of the year. That's right. So yeah, that was the big take home. <laughs> yep. Winner. Oh, I remember us. Well, when did we talk about that? I feel like we talked about that, but we weren't around in 2018. But we were looking at where God of War, like when we were looking at like past winnings and stuff, like God yeah, maybe we like were, yeah, 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 mop the floor. Unless, wait, was that that wasn't the God of War four, was it? No, this, or, yeah, yeah, this is the the reboot God of War. But the one that released last year, hey, yeah, that was the, one the sequel. That won, won like everything yes for last yeah. year as well yeah maybe that's what you're thinking of yeah but also that's when forbidden west came out was last year as well correct yeah yep. so basically they released in the same horizon same year that god of war drops and you know they dropped the groundbreaking revival of god of war and then yeah <laughs> the massive follow-up that just took every so, single award away yeah i don't know man um it's I, I, I think that I, I, I just can't get into God of War. Like I try like it looks like it, it looks like and plays like a game that I thought I would love, but something is just there's a disconnect. I don't know I what it is. I, picked, I want to love it so bad, but I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I picked up the twenty eighteen one for like five bucks like, like two Christmases ago and I played it, got stuck with like the first like, you know, actual like boss boss. Then I like, went back, beat him. Um and I honestly think I did that in and around when I started doing Sekiro this year because something I think we were talking about it and it was like a very similar concept. Like you just need to like get through it and like play it correctly. But then then right. I started getting down the more, you know, just going down the different paths and like kind of just playing through the game. And you know, like it, yeah, it never really like stuck. Um, yeah, which is weird because I there, there are a lot of good things like prior to doing a podcast, like I always said that Kratos was the worst video game character of all time. Like he's just bled. like, he was so bland. He had no de- character development. He just sucked. He was just like a, he had a, a head piece. Yeah. To that's horns. it. Like, it's the, it's the gameplay. So yeah. now they, they release this God of war and they correct what I've been bitching about with Kratos, where they actually give him a story. They give him a character. They give him an awesome story. Seemingly. But again, I just maybe it's yeah. just because I hate Kratos so much that I couldn't vibe with it. But 
And I, I also know. really think it's it's really cool that the whole game is in one <clears throat> shot. Like there's no cuts. Like the entire game is one shot. Oh, which right. Which is right. really cool for a video game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Teenage Me thought Kratos was great. I mean, his story arc was I'm going to kill all the gods. Like that's kill a pretty, pretty yeah. solid, solid <laughs> arc. Um, <laughs> just slay your way through all these Greek gods, pieces of crap. Yeah. And I always, and I always, you know, he's kind of like a spin on Dante's Inferno, similar, kind of similar, right? Feeling right to the story. Um, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll pick that up again. And also, you know, it has that um, kind of like the third age, you know, pathing, find your stuff kind of like vibe to it, like that style game. Yeah. Like I used to love those games, but I don't know if I've just gotten away from that because like something just felt um, something felt chory about God. Yeah, War. I don't know. If I was, yeah, that's I was exactly it. Do everything or yeah, or what it was. Something That's felt exactly short about it. We yep. got dad. See plotting down there. Uh, just I'm just like looking at Spider-Man. Just as <laughs> man, it's almost like PlayStation exclusives are the best. Maybe. It just happens to pan out that way, unfortunately, for Xbox fans, it's, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> and he agrees. That's the same reason I've never played God of War game. I probably all, really one of those probably, And to be fair, to be fair. Xbox just doesn't have any exclusives. That's why the PlayStation ones are the best because they don't have anything. They just gave up Sorry. that fight. They did. They did. They, they even admitted it. They admitted <laughs> it. We're, we're done. <clears throat> we lost. Okay. We lost last generation. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and that doesn't like make PlayStation like degrade their quality. They're just like, sweet, whatever. Yeah. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. They just keep right. doing this. Yeah. They got it. The problem is, is that all their games come out polished and ready to go. Like the only one that didn't come out perfectly polished was Days Gone. And that game was so good, even though it wasn't perfectly up to PlayStation standards. If you make nearly perfect single player games, people Playable. buy them. Playable <laughs> yeah. games. Playable games. Simple. People pretty buy pretty simple. them. If you make kind of okay working, not playable games, <laughs> and just put loot boxes in them. Maybe we can make up for it. No. Yeah. Um, and also we're past the loot box thing. Whew. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Dodge also, if you bullet. like make your games look better and better every year, they <laughs> happen to sell a little bit better, right? Yeah. They must, they have must've took my, my, my comments I make about like, there's nowhere else to go with graphics to heart. Yeah. To like, heart. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, we we're can't capped. do any better. <laughs> we're, <out. laughs> we're good. <laughs> And also, just add on some top ray that, tracing in there and some, you know, just, just new, use the new tech and just enhance the old stuff. Right. And then on top of all of that, new games come out too. Horizon, that was a new IP. Ghost of Tsushima, new IP. Spider Man, new IP. I'm Even though God of War is not technically a new IP, I'm going to give it a new IP because that game's totally it. different. Totally yeah. different. So it's amazing what happens when you come up with new shit. So they need to take gears and like turn it into it's a FPS. So it needs to become like an RPG or a no. They just need to torch it. <laughs> oh, torch! Move it. on. Oh, Move no. on from Halo, Forza, and Gears. Give us something new. Do I know you tried with Starfield. Go back to the drawing board. Maybe without Bethesda on board. Let's get a studio that can maybe make a game with a better engine. Yeah. Guys, just pick it on the engine now. 
<laughs> it's the yeah. engine, bro. Yeah, that's exactly what, it, what is. it is. That's the problem. So old. All right. Well, there it is. Spider-Man game of the year. Yep. Getting it right now. Heard it here first. Heard it on the board. Not Armor Core. Uh, dude, it, it can't. Like, I love Ar- Armor Core. It's great. Don't get me wrong, but it cannot be Spider Man 2. There's yeah, no that way. trailer we watched a few that's months right. ago. That, yeah. That's ridiculous. Dude, it's so good. That's unfair. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, there are so many games this year that look so freaking good. Like, I was watching Alan Wake. Looks like a movie. Yeah, it does. It looked yep. so nice. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a good one, too. Man. When yeah. you made the art, I thought you put a movie screenshot in the art. I was like, what's that? Oh, that's Alan Wake. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah. It was like Keanu Reeves. I, <laughs> I thought he looked like the dude from This Is Us, the dad. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about. I do. Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. The Last of Us. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this is us. Different Let's us. say the last Different of us. us. No, 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 that's, no, what, that's no. what I always. Whenever I say either or, that's I think this the is other. us. Not yeah, the last of us. That's the sequel to this is us. Yeah, because even, even even my wife like looked at me sideways when I when I was talking about we should watch the last of us. She like I saw it go through her brain. Like you mean the last the this is a, I'm like no, no, it's a different is different thing completely. Um this is us the last of us <laughs> gotta somehow tie those two things together like that's what happens at the end of this is us is the last of us <laughs> right if only that's the dad awesome. didn't die he could have been joel but yeah um, spoiler look out um what have you all done? right we're at time meetings over meetings nice. adjourned I'm gonna go play Spider-Man. No, you're gonna go play Armor Core. Dang it. And then Chad's gonna go play Starfield. <laughs> Probably not. Why not? Yeah, after after all this, maybe that. But you're convinced. podcast is dad talking about things dying welcome to the showboys podcast i'm your host pixel nick and we're just gonna start it all over i was gonna say wait dude i'm tripping right now (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) how we started this episode yep